It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And good morning. Happy Monday to you. Great to be with you for the start of another week. And today we are broadcasting live from Yozakura Sushi in New Bedford. We are right on Brock Avenue. If you drive down and you see the WBSM van outside, just beep and wave as you go on by and later on today we're going to have a special deal for you coming up at 11 a.m a half price deal for you as we always do at seizethedeal.com you're going to be able to get a 30 dollars gift certificate to yozakura sushi for just 15 dollars so that'll be going on sale at 11 a.m we're going to talk with william here a little bit later on and find out more about yozakura but you can of course uh, go and check out their uh, Facebook page, their Instagram, their website. You can see all of the great food that they have here, and you will definitely want to jump on that deal. Uh, we've got a lot that we can discuss this morning, uh, but, of course, uh, it is Monday. So at 11 a.m., Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light will join us. He will join us here at Yozakura, and we're, we're going to be talking about here. Uh, the city council, I think, will probably still be a major topic of discussion with Jack and I this morning uh, because the... Uh, column that he put out last week i think is uh, very interesting as i as i talked about it the other day it has a, a pretty damning first line a lead that i think will uh, certainly draw the ire of some of the city councilors jack wrote the year 2023 may be remembered as the year the new bedford city council completely stopped functioning as a serious body so we'll discuss that and more. And, of course, take your phone calls throughout the course of the program at 508-996-0500. And you can send us app chat messages via the WBSM app. If you have not yet downloaded that, just go to your app store and download it. And you can go to WBSM.com if you're not sure how to get it from your app store. And there's directions there. It'll send it right to your phone. And then once you get it and you install it, it's super easy to use. Just open it up, and right there in the middle of the app screen, you'll see some buttons. One of those buttons is App Chat, and that'll allow you to send us messages here. It's just like sending us a text. And what it does is when it um, when whoever is on the air live, it will show their show. So right now it'll say the Tim Weisberg show. Later on it'll say the Barry Richards show. And it'll allow you to send messages into us individually. But you can always change that at any time. So if you want to send a message into a particular show, even when they're not on the air, you can just adjust that and be able to send the message. That's what's so great about the WBSM app is we're always coming up with new innovations for it. It's brought to you by our friends at South Coast Towing. So make sure you download it today if you haven't already. And so first of all, I want to... uh, Repeat some of the information that Kate gave you in the news. Congratulations to the Wareham Boys basketball team for winning the state championship, uh, the first since 2010. And, and that team in 2010, I, I was covering that team. I, I didn't cover the, the state championship run. Uh, we had Laurie Loss covering that, but I was able to cover some of their games during the season. And that was one of the best high school basketball teams I've ever seen. You know, regardless of winning a championship or not, they were just one of the most complete teams, one of the deepest teams I've ever seen. And uh, it seems like the 2022-23 uh, 
uh, Wareham Vikings are right along those same lines. So congratulations to them uh, and uh, and a second basketball championship for uh, Coach Steve Faneuil, who was uh, part of the staff of the team that won uh, in 2010, I believe. So that's um, it, it's it's been a long dynasty of Wareham Vikings basketball being coached the right way. Jim Bergioli was there for almost 30 years. Uh, after a weird year where they turned it over to another coach from out of town, uh, and then that turned out to be a huge disaster. And uh, I don't want to relitigate the whole thing, but it, the guy lied on his application and lied about his uh, credentials and all that stuff. Well, after that brief blip, then they turned the program over to Kevin Bergioli, and uh, they had great success winning a state championship. And now Steve Faneuil has been leading them for quite a while now and continues on with uh, just the Viking way, I guess is the best way to put it. So congratulations to them. And if you missed the uh, information, Matt McDonald of Cambridge is your men's winner of the 44th annual New Bedford Half Marathon. Uh, he is a back-to-back winner now. He won last year. Uh, and also a little bit of a, a family um domination yesterday because his girlfriend megan crifton was the winner of the women's race so talk about uh having something to celebrate after the race <laughs> i mean i think anytime you have the um the new bedford half marathon having a back-to-back winner I, I forget when the last time was that somebody did that but anytime you have a back-to-back winner that's pretty special but to have you know a couple win the race is is pretty cool and great to see all of the i didn't get to go down there myself but it was great to see all of the folks posting photos and videos on social media because they went out there and and got a chance to to check it out for themselves and uh, it, it is a crown jewel of what goes on here in the city each year and it's also a signal that spring has started and that that's today right isn't today the first day of spring so Spring has sprung, and it kind of feels like it, you know, the early part of it. So uh, it, it's it's not exactly a day I'd want to go out and run a half marathon, but uh, and and they probably they probably were not totally thrilled with yesterday's weather. I saw a few of my friends who ran the race who said, you know, I, I wish it had been a little bit warmer and a little bit less windy, but uh, that's what you get when you're in the middle of March. So 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Oh, by the way, too, if anybody tried the Instant Pot corned beef and cabbage, let me know. I had a few messages from folks over the weekend that said that they did it that way for the first time and that they were impressed and that they would continue doing that in the future. I did have one person that did it who said that uh, her kids said that they preferred it better when it's slow cooked. So I don't know. Mine came out perfect. Mine came out uh, as, as uh, tender and, and juicy as ever, and so much so that I, I just kept cooking more stuff all weekend long. I, I had more vegetables. I had more meat. Just kept cooking it, and so now I'm going to have it for the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. <laughs> Now's the time to go out and get them all on sale. So let's get into some of the things um, that we can discuss this week. So there's going to be a full city council meeting later this week, and there's also going to be a appointments and briefings meeting tomorrow. Now, that is, as we've been talking about, people have been asking for when they could have a, a, a chance to speak to the council on the record. And that is the time, as, as we've come to find out, during the appointments and briefings meeting, they have a citizen's input time, but you have to pre-register 
in order to be able to speak. So you can't just show up and um, expect to be able to address the council. It has to be something that you go through the clerk's office, you get on the agenda, and they set aside the time for you to be able to speak. And that'll be something that will be happening tomorrow. And I'm going to be interested in seeing what happens with that because we'll be we'll be at the meeting. So I, I, I guess I, I don't know all the details. Michael Rock had all the details, but I guess uh, Councillor Gomes has been asking for the media to come and discuss some of the media coverage. And so with that in mind, you know, he invited local media members and we are going to go there tomorrow night to find out what that's all about. So as part of that, I'm interested in seeing what happens in the um, citizens' input time. Here's what we have for the... There's two people that are on the list. Uh, Dr. Ellie Dorsey, who will be speaking on the increase in property tax and the impact on senior citizens. And Felipe Melendez, who will be speaking on taxes. So if anybody who wants to cover any of the things that they've had issues with in recent weeks, in recent months, then you're going to need to get on the agenda because those topics will not be discussed in this citizen's input period. So if you want to be able to... um, If you want to be able to talk about the pay increases... If you want to talk about some of the ballot questions, any of those things, you will have to reach out to the to the clerk and get yourself on the agenda to speak. I think that we're already hearing a lot of public outcry regarding those one way or the other. I mean, as you know, here on this program, we're going to make it a point to educate people about the Community Preservation Act and what that actually brings to the table. The, the great projects that it's been able to take care of that I don't know would have gotten done if not for that. And looking at some of the other projects that will be seeking CPA funding in the future, I don't know how they're going to get funded if there isn't more of a, um, you know, if there isn't a continued effort of the CPA. And then also, the biggest thing that stands out about this is... How can you talk about the need for more affordable housing when you're also pitching removing the thing that helps support affordable housing? That's that's the thing that gets me the most is if housing is such an issue and we know that it is, why? Why would you be pushing for the repeal of the CPA, which specifically sets aside money for affordable housing? For the people who are the same people who are getting thrown out of their homes because they can't afford these increased rents. So why would you be against something that will help them, at least at this time? I could see if you revisited it later on, uh, you know, if the housing crisis uh, evens out, and then you say, okay, now that um, it's not as, as much of an issue or now that there's more housing stock available, uh, maybe you get to the point where there is more more housing than there is people seeking it. Then you can say, well, maybe we can look back at this. But again, I went through the numbers last week, and I will continue to go through them until November. On average, by my math, we're talking about less than $7 a month per person. 
less than seven dollars a month per per property per property taxpayer. That's that's not that's not that much money to be saving people that are saying that they need to save money. And I know, I know, as somebody who you know has the seven dollars, I guess I don't see it as a big deal for people who are living on a limited budget. Maybe that seven dollars is a big deal. It's not. That's not the point. I'm not trying to belittle what that seven dollars cost you. I'm just saying seven dollars is an easy way to save somebody money somewhere else, rather than having to take it from the CPA. You, I don't know. Maybe not giving as large of a pay raise to somebody could help with that. But there's other things too that I think can be done. And as Council President Morad warned us uh, in her appearance on Friday, which if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it on the podcast because it was a very interesting discussion and some very interesting information coming out of that, saying that you know next year there's going to be a big increase in the water and sewer rates. We know that because the the city has to get in compliance and runs the risk of being fined by the EPA every day that they don't do that. So they have to do that. And that's going to mean an increase in those rates for New Bedford taxpayers. And I, I don't know that saving you the $7 a month on the CPA is going to soften that blow either. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. We'll also take your app chat messages on the WBSM app. But right now, I'm going to take my first break. We'll be back in just a few moments. We are broadcasting live from Yo- from Yozakura Sushi in New Bedford. It is located uh, on Brock Avenue. It's really easy to find. If you come on down, it's 466 Brock Avenue. But if you if you drive on by, you'll see the van outside, beep and wave, and, and I'll wave out the window at you as well. And then, of course, they'll open up a little bit later on for you to come in and have some of their delicious food. But we'll take a break and be back in just a few moments here on WBS. And welcome back. And we are broadcasting live today from Yozakura Sushi in New Bedford, located at 466 Brock Avenue. And uh, we're going to have a special deal for you coming up at 11 a.m. You're going to be able to get $30 to Yozakura Sushi for just 15 bucks. That goes on sale at 11 a.m. at SeizeTheDeal.com. And we're going to be talking about some of the great food here. And we're going to be uh, sharing it with you on the uh, WBSM Facebook and Instagram stories. So if you haven't followed along with us there, make sure that you do so. And uh, you'll see we already have a link up there for the deal. So that when it goes on sale at 11 a.m., you'll be able to jump right on it and get it before it's gone. On because the deals do sell out quickly and we want to make sure that you can get them before they're gone. So, uh, and again, we'll have Jack Spillane joining us here at 11 and we're going to talk more about some of the city council uh, stuff that's been going on. Uh, but um, I was mentioning the agenda for that um, appointments and briefings meeting tomorrow, which is where uh, they have the citizens input time. And again, if you want to Get yourself on that list. If you want to be somebody who gets an opportunity to speak during the citizens' input time, which is uh, only only set aside the first 30 minutes of that meeting every month. So when they have the Committee on Appointments and Briefings meeting, the first 30 minutes of that will be citizens' input time. And in order to get on the list, you have to reach out to the city council clerk and get yourself on that list. And uh, tomorrow night there'll be discussion about taxes. Dr. Ellie Dorsey is going to be talking about the increase in property tax and the impact on senior citizens. And Felipe Melendez, Felipe Melendez rather, is going to be speaking on taxes. That's um, all the information that we have. Uh, but certainly if you are somebody who is interested in 
uh, speaking before the council, that is the way to do it. And then, you know, everything else is uh, some appointments, uh, some livery licenses, things along those lines. And um, and I guess they they want the media to be there, but I don't see an agenda item for that. So uh, unless that's something, unless we got improper information, but uh, we'll, I'll find out more about that when I get back to the station today and talk to Michael Rock about it. So going back to the... Um, the discussion that we had on Friday with City Council President Linda Morad, as she said, you will ex- you should expect that your water and sewer bills will be going up. The rate will be going up next year because the the city has to get in line with the EPA requirements that they haven't been in line with, and that they run the risk of being fined every single day for every single day. And I think it was something like fifty thousand dollars a day. Would, would have been because of all the infractions when they add up to that. So obviously you don't want to see the city get into that point. And it could be that they, I believe they could have already been charging them that now. So the city has shown that they are trying to get into compliance with it. And that will mean that you will have to see an increase in that. So you've got your water and sewer rates going up. Your tax rate didn't go up, but your tax evaluations did. So therefore your taxes went up. And so people are looking at what they're paying and saying, you know, what am I paying for here? What am I, what am I getting for my, my tax dollars? And I think one of the things that you can see that in are these CPA projects. It's a 1.5% surcharge on the taxes with matching money that comes in from the state and other sources. So it's been matched to 7.2 million since it began in 2014. And you can actually go out and see what those what those projects are and you can actually go out and experience them for yourself and we talked about some of them and the the council just approved some more cpa funding so i i just don't understand why that seven dollars on average per month for the average taxpayer can't be found some other way can't there be something else that we cut in order to save people $7 a month or something else that can be instituted that can offset what that $7 a month is. I know nobody likes to pay for parking at a park, but maybe, maybe there can be some premium spaces at, a, at the park where they are metered spaces. You know, maybe you can get some, some upfront parking or some, uh, you know, some special spot parking that can be had for those who are willing to pay for it. Maybe that can generate some money. I, I'm sure we're going to get into the discussion soon enough here if the city, and this is something we should start looking into now. If you remember the Noah's Park playground situation where they wanted to start instituting paid parking at Marina Park there to, 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 to have the people who utilize that playground start having to pay to park. That was tabled for a year so they could take a look at it but a year is just about up might they be considering putting that back into play so we should be looking at that and following up on that as well i think with the amount of negative press that got last year i can't see that possibly going forward i can't see that being something where they say uh yeah let's um let's revisit that i think it was more a matter of 
they didn't want to admit that they were wrong to begin with. And so by saying we're going to table this for a year and then take a look at it means they got to save a little bit of face on that. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Good morning. Uh, two no. comments I'd like to make. No. One is, I'm going to have to put you on hold and see if I can get somebody to come in to the studio. I think, I think Phil put the pot down for me to be able to hear the phone calls. If, uh, if anybody's listening and you can go slide the... Uh, fifth pot from the left up for me, please. That's the downside with being here remotely is if somebody slides down the slider, I don't have the opportunity to hear the phone calls. Um, so callers, hang on. We'll, we'll see if we can get to you. Um, why don't I take a break and we'll, uh, we'll be back in just a few moments. And welcome back in. We are broadcasting live this morning from Yozakura Sushi in New Bedford, 466 Brock Avenue. And get ready for that Seize the Deal coming up at 11. But let's see if we can take some phone calls now at 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hello. Good morning. Is it working now? It is working. I can hear you. Okay, cool. Uh, I'd like to make two comments. Uh, one, I'll do the easy one. No, no more reaching into my pocket for parking. I, I really think what should be happening. The state's got a ton of money, as we know. The city council, the mayor, or whoever should be reaching out to our reps and really leaning on them to go back to Boston about getting more funding to help us out down here because they've got plenty of money. That's my opinion. I don't think that's done enough. I mean, I've yet to hear the city council, the mayor saying they talked to such and such from, uh, and I apologize for not knowing our, our representatives down here that are on different committees, but really having the time to pull them in to look for more funding and say, keep looking into my pocket. The state's got plenty. It really does. And on, on the other note, dealing with the water and sewer bill, what I recall, and correct me if I'm wrong, this didn't happen overnight. The city knew about this for almost years. And and to me, it's a shame that the city waited until now to start going into panic mode instead of addressing this years ago. And um, that's where I have a problem about, you know, keep reelecting the same people because they don't solve the problems, really. All it is, they just keep passing it down the line. I mean, to me, I'll give everybody two terms. And after that, if I see a new name on the ballot, I will vote for them. But this is an example why things get stale. You know, this is what happens. So, you know, they may be the greatest person to you, but remember, these are the people that have basically put us in this situation. We need fresh ideas. And that's basically all I have to say. All right. Well, thank you for the call. You have a good day. You too. At 508-996-0500. By the way, I'm sorry if it sounded like I threw Phil under the bus when I said he parted it down. That's just force of habit. Like, that's like the proper thing to do ah, when you leave ah, the studio ah. is turn it down. So, Phil, I was not trying to, uh, I wasn't trying to, uh, malign you there at all in any way. Sure enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should have heard what I did to your show last week when, uh, when you weren't there. So, you like that new, you like that new news music? That was I me. I do. <laughs> I do. I was like, when did that change? And then I, then I thought after we changed it, I go, oh, I hope Phil didn't change that on purpose. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I made mention of that. Yeah, I like it. It's 
Yeah, I just I, I would always it was that before. I just thought maybe it didn't get transferred over when we switched to Good the new question. system. I don't, yeah, right, right, right. Well, anyway, uh, it makes anyway. Kate sound way more official now. Yeah, so. that's right. And you sound good. I think everything here is all set. You know? All right. Thank you, sir. Oh, absolutely. Let, let's go right to another call. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Tim, uh, I'm not going to just be uh, complaining here. I, I legit want to know how liberal-minded folks do math and how they come to the you know, belief that we can somehow afford all of these magical programs, services, and products with, you know, unless you're going to physically get a second or third job, we need, you know, you, you acknowledge the fact that the price of everything, absolutely everything, has gone up drastically in a short period of time. I mean, I don't know if you put it in those words, but the cost of absolutely everything is up property taxes, gasoline, groceries, utilities. I can't think of anything where the price has gone down, but I can guarantee you I know everything's up like a third. So short of getting a, a you know, an additional income for some elderly people or, you know, people going to school and, and working on the side, I legit don't understand why people think there's some magical solution where we need more money for road work. We need more money for fire, for police, for education. We can't afford to educate the students in the way they would like to be at a vote school. We don't have enough funding for that. We need more language services. We need more, more and more and more of everything. And yet they're somehow saying we're going to try to propose that the people that do own homes can only ask for a certain percentage above what they're asking now for rent. While the cost of everything is going up, they need to make repairs to those homes. That's very high right now. The cost of everything is up. They want to cap what you can draw in as income. And they do not have any solution to pan down the number of people that are immigrating to this area, whether it's from New York, from across the border or whatever. They're just throwing open the welcome mat. So we got 25% more people in the area and we don't have enough housing, so we're we're in a crisis every which way you look. So I, I honestly want somebody to explain to me how they do the math, how they run their own households, and how more and more is expected, whether it's $7 here and $12 there and eggs are up. Tell me how it works legitimately because well, well, I want to First understand. of all, this... The the $7 isn't a new $7. It's been $7 they've been paying since 2015 when the CPA went into effect. So that's not a new thing. Um, and, and the other part of it, too, is with the idea for the rent stabilization, it's not like they're saying to somebody, you know, you've got to cap it at a percentage where, uh, again, we don't know the numbers yet because they haven't given us the numbers. But at least when uh, when Councillor Burgo was discussing it on South Coast tonight, you know, he threw around the number 30 percent. So I'm going to stick with that. 30 percent is more than most landlords would ever think of possibly increasing their their rent year to year over somebody, at least year to least year. In so, what I'm saying is we all Even in non-normal times. In, in, in times where in a short period of time, all goods and services 
go up 30%, which is the reality of what we're living in. So basically what you're saying is we'd like you to own property, bust your tail to keep it nice and rentable. Okay, but the renter who is living in that... The, the renter who's living in that property has also seen everything that they're paying for go up 30% exactly. too. Exactly. So, so they're not out buying a property because probably, most likely, they're not in the position to do so. So, so I you're saying understand. that the financial break should side with the landlord and not with no, the renter. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying people that need, have these ideas that all these things are going to work need to show those of us who try to be conservative in our spending and, and would like, yeah, why wouldn't, why wouldn't people owning properties deserve and, and letting other people house themselves there deserve to make a profit? To me, you're cutting off the, what would make this work. So nobody, like I haven't heard any solution of how you do math that, that this makes sense. Not just those two issues, but all So what happens the, to the people that can't afford to stay in their homes then? Oh, well, yeah. the landlord has to make a profit. Too bad. No, it's not just about the, the landlord. It's why do people think landlords own properties? Because this is particularly addressing landlords who have been problematic in that regard. Landlords who have doubled the rents, which you can't tell me that there's a need for somebody to come in and double the rent of people that are living there. No, maybe there is no need. But I also think there's no need for um, being like a magnet to have as many people come here as possible. And then there's a housing crunch. And then they say, well, we'd like the taxpayers to build more housing. The policies are not benefiting anybody at all. And nobody can tell me how the math works. The math doesn't work. So you think the mostly conservative city council is trying to create policies that will bring more people into the city? They are literally putting flags up of welcome and welcome mats out. That is legit what's been happening for years. People at it's your not own what station, the city council's doing. I mean, people at your own station, namely Barry, wrote, you know, two years ago, articles on what's causing the shortage in housing and what's causing it to run up. But people didn't take heed. Well, it's a this convenient boogeyman when you already don't want it to happen to begin with. But nobody can do the math. How, how I find liberal mindsets do math is let's transfer the problem. You know, let's move it around and make it somebody else's problem. No, the problem is pretty pervasive. It's for renters. It's for landlords. It's for everyone. But instead of getting a solution, they're trying to transfer the burden. This is not how math works in, in the re- real world that, that I've ever lived in. So I want somebody to explain it to me. And so far, I don't feel like you're explaining how we can do all these things and not, and not have the, the, the basic safety services for the city. This is insane. All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you there. Thank, Thank you, you for the call. Have a good day. And uh, if you want to call in and react, 508-996-0500, or you can hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app if you want to get back uh, in touch with us that way as well. And now that we have the phones working, if I missed any of your calls before, please definitely call back. Uh, and, and uh, again, you know, when we're on the road, it's... There's there's uh, there's two sets of things that all have to go right, and for the most part, they usually work fine. Uh, but every once in a while, you get a little hiccup. So eventually, someday, we'll have the ability to do everything from wherever we are. But we're getting there. Thank- and you know what? If 
you know, I, I hate to say thanks to the pandemic, but uh, if, if it wasn't for the pandemic forcing us to, to try to adapt and find new ways to be able to do things, have people broadcasting from home and all that, who knows if we'd be able to do all the great stuff that we can do, like being here broadcasting live at Yozakura Sushi so, and all the other great places that we get to go out and broadcast live from and being able to bring you, oh, the State of the City Address, which we'll be doing uh, coming up in a few weeks. So when we're able to start getting out there and do all these things, I, I kind of have to, you know, I, again, I don't want to say thanks, pandemic, but if it wasn't for that, I don't know that we would realize all the technology that's avail- available to us. And it's really helps with media overall. So I think it's funny that, uh, you know, the, the, the connection that we all have through technology, it took us having to kind of be by ourselves to decide, hey, we should actually try that and use it. All right, I do have to take a break. When we come back, we can talk more with you. Stay tuned. We'll be back as we are broadcasting live from Yozakura Sushi on Brock Avenue in New Bedford. We'll be back in just a few moments. And welcome back in. We are broadcasting live this morning from Yozakura Sushi in New Bedford. And they open up at 11 for sushi and all of the great food that they have here on the menu. But maybe you're looking for a place where you can go out and grab some breakfast. Well, you can do that at Just Another Phoenix Restaurant in Dartmouth because they have all of your breakfast favorites. Plus, they have some different things that you might not have thought of. They like to be creative with their menu and come up with things that you may not think would go together. Things like, oh, my favorite Boston cream stuffed French toast. So that's just one of the many, many great things that you can uh, that you can get for yourself if you go to Just Another Phoenix in Dartmouth. And not only can you sit down in the restaurant and have a great meal, but you can also get their complete menu to go. They have a drive through window that they can easily just hand you off your meal, and you can get on with your day, and you can go to the office, you can go home, wherever it is that you might be eating it. But, of course, eating it in the restaurant means you get to sit at the counter and watch the cooks make your meal. You get to hang out with all the great staff there who will treat you like family. Uh, so I recommend if you're looking for a good place to have some breakfast, just another Phoenix restaurant in Dartmouth on Fawns Corner Road. That is the place to go and uh, and tell them that Tim said you have to ask if they have this the Boston cream French toast. Even if it's not on the special menu, just ask. Maybe maybe they got the ingredients in the back and they can whip it up for you. All right. Well, we are broadcasting live this morning from Yozakura Sushi, and we will have a great deal for you coming up at 11 a.m. You'll be able to get $15 for just, I'm sorry, you'll be able to get $30 for just $15, and that is coming up at 11 a.m., so you want to make sure that you have SeizeTheDeal.com open, and you have that deal ready to go, and that you start hitting refresh right at 11 a.m. And speaking of 11 a.m., that's when we're going to be joined by Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light. We will talk with him about all the goings-on in the city, and uh, his column last week about the city council, uh, in which, again, let me give you that first line. The year 2023 may be remembered as the year the New Bedford City Council completely stopped functioning as a serious body. So we'll get more with him on that. And, of course, your phone calls coming up in the next hour as well at 508-996-0500. And you can hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. That is an easy way to send us messages right here in the st- – well, I say right here in the studio. I'm not in the studio, but uh, right in the studio we can get your messages or when we're on the road. And we can either text you back, as I just did to Carol, uh, or we can read your question on the air. So it's a great tool that is brought to you by our friends at South Coast Towing. Make sure that uh, if you haven't already downloaded the WBSM app that you do so. That's where you can not only hear the show live wherever you are, but you can hear all of our great podcasts as well. And if you haven't heard it 